They go into an edit suite, and the newsreader picks up a rushes tape and feeds it into the machine. They are back in the middle of the genocide, but these are no long shots filmed from a safe vantage point, or driving shots like the ones they snatched that morning. These are close up and personal. These are shot by killers, and shot so well. The wide, the close up, the cutaways. These shots were framed by people who knew they would not be cut down for their work, but rewarded. These are, artistically speaking, award winning shots, and viewing them, they all feel sick. It is a kind of pornography. And then the woman is there, in her dress, lying on the road, but alive. The camera moves in to focus on the gash at her neck. The sound is clear. Her breath rattles in, out, in, out. As they all gaze at the dying woman, the newsreader says, They made this film to encourage the killing. They were going to show it, but we reached the TV station before they could transmit it. The newsreader adds quietly, She was my friend. I studied English with her at the university. She was a journalist, just like us. The journalist grips at the cameraman. She feels she is falling, falling. She can feel the dead woman's mascara appear sticky on her hand. The cameraman explains the situation to the newsreader. He says they will need another interview. The newsreader agrees, but says it will have to be later, at her home. The time they spend between the interviews seems unreal. Somehow they have to kill that time. They have a drink, but the beer tastes of paraffin on their lips. They try to eat nuts, but they dry out their lips, and in the end, they just give up. They drive in their four by four to the newsreader's house in a compound, not far from the American embassy. The walls are covered in bougainvillea, the eucalyptus trees whisper in the wind. The ghosts are talking that day. Somehow, the cameraman gets the two women to sit down again as darkness falls around them, and somehow, they stumble through that second interview, the story of the woman in the dress. He tells her later that he locked off the shot in the camera and stepped to one side because his eyes were too full to look through the lens. When they cut the tape back in London, the picture editor complains that he can hear weeping off mic all the way through and that this is just unprofessional and how could this happen? And this is true. All three of them cried as the newsreader told the story of Solange Unsabimana.